Marcus is going to like, this is going to be a very soothing like interview. <laughs> I was just thinking, oh my gosh, your voice is so lovely. You should be like, I don't know, read, read books on over. tape or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm a little nervous. So that's probably why it's smooth and silky. But. <laughs> Welcome to the See You in the Morning podcast. Here, Craig Price and I, Cammie Wilcox, are on a quest to interview each member of the Calvin and Margaret Price family. Let's see who we're interviewing today. Today we're talking to Marcus Ray Price, who is son of Carrie Price. Carrie is the daughter of Glenn and Nancy. Um, and Marcus is number 108 in the Price family. And Marcus, we are so excited you are joining us tonight. I'm very excited to be here. I'm happy I got invited. <laughs> There's no way you're not accepted. of it, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, it's actually, it's pretty fun when we do these, Marcus, because so you, typically we, well, we, we try to interview everybody, but we always like getting kind of a next generation too it's just a little bit different vibe i always feel like yeah Word. It. fresh and young keeps it, <laughs> keeps it nice cool. and hip yep hip. <laughs> rad hey rad's been along around a long time though that <laughs> rad definitely. circle back rad in fact did <laughs> not just... circle back you guys are old <laughs> <laughs> Even like on point is has left the building, right? It's like oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't even keep up. So don't even test me. <laughs> I have no idea. Right, Marcus, have you guys put up any Christmas stuff yet? No, and that's so funny you ask because we are doing it Tuesday morning. Got to get all the Lego City stuff out, huh? Or oh, Lego yeah. Lego Christmas stuff out. A lot of Lego stuff out. There's this one set that came out actually, I think like October 1st. And um, it's like the Millennium Falcon and it's Rin Fan Chub- uh, Ray Finn and Chewbacca. And I want it really bad. It's a little like holiday thing. There's Christmas lights and like a turkey on it. Oh, I want it. I want it. I want it. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Mark- Marcus and I geek over Lego. Well, I'm Carrie. <laughs> yeah. Do you? build them and then save them and like that's part of your christmas decorations or just in general yeah my mom basically has a lego for each holiday and like like this year for her birthday i bought her the lego home alone house love it i just saw that yeah i got that for her birthday so now she has an official christmas house you are amazing so i think she's gonna enjoy that and i know the next like lego house she wants to get is she wants to get the hocus pocus house that just came out the sanderson yeah, that one's new i yeah. just saw that one for halloween Come yeah. get that one for she wants that one so then she can have it for next halloween but like roughly she has a house for the big holidays and then like we have like little easter legos that she'll put out on the tables or on like our shelves and we have like Thanksgiving ones and we don't even say Patty's ones, but like we have New Year's stuff. And my mom's big on like holiday decorations and seasonal decorating. I swear I watched Hocus Pocus with your mom when we were younger. Like, <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> that and Beaches. Those are like the two Carrie and Jenna movies that I always remember they would love to watch. Why <laughs> did you say be- Beaches? Because that's, that's the first time I saw it was watching it with Carrie. I don't know if Jenna was there, but it wouldn't surprise me. 
Yeah, I feel like <laughs> the first time I watched it, I mean, maybe this is made up, but I swear we were in the back of Uncle Dave's like travel van. Um, <laughs> I don't know if they had a TV in there, but I swear I watched it there. Yeah, they had a little TV with a tape player in it. Okay, okay. Right. So yeah, that is definitely where I saw it first. <laughs> Marcus, tell us about where you grew up. Yeah, so I grew up in, I'm going to call it a joint city um, because it's Hemet and Seneseno. And literally when I went to high school, when I went to middle school, I'd go to Seneseno and then to work, I'd go to Hemet or to go to my friend's house, go to Seneseno. Like the Hemet-Seneseno lines are really close. They're basically on top of each other. Um, We should just be one city, but they're both really small. But I started out, the first 14 years of my life in San Jacinto. Um, I went to high elementary, which I'm jealous now because currently they are a dual language school. So if you go there, you learn English and Spanish. And of course they get all nice and they get nice preppy uniforms and they get this and this after I leave. Oh man. man, It's it's not fair. I could have been fluent in Spanish right now. You could be without without much effort, right? When you learn as a little kid, it's a lot easier. It's so easy. It's insanely easy. Um, and then I did three years there. And then for my fourth and fifth grade, I went to De Anza Elementary with my best friend slash second cousin, Evan Smith. Um, because he, so Scott is married to um, Evan's aunt. Okay. Yeah, so. So Sarah. Sarah's sister. Yes, yes, Sarah's sister. Okay. Is, yeah, is Evan's Oh, that's so cool. So that was fourth and fifth grade only? Yeah, and then we didn't go to middle school together, but because we related, we hung out a lot more. And then we finally got to go to high school together. Aw. So that was was a lot, a lot of fun. And then for high school, I went to Hemet High. Hemet High. Yeah. Home of the? Bulldogs. Yeah, and we blew through that pretty freaking quick. Okay, so <laughs> what were some of your favorite things in, like, elementary? What were you doing at that time? Like, what was the thing that was in for uh, Marcus? For Marcus? Uh, definitely Power Rangers. Um, mm. Because I think I get it from my mom. Because I'm a big fan of things that make sense and are clean or in, and in order, which I am a messy person. But, like, for Power Rangers, it's like they're all color-coded. And they all have their own special weapon and they all have their own <laughs> special vehicle and everyone fits into their color slot. Um, and I'm a huge fan of that. And that's carried on just throughout. I thought you were going to say you really enjoyed toys and stuff too, because, or like so, uh, something that is a drive with toys. Cause your, your mom, I always picture like her quinces and, oh, yeah. and things like that, like yeah. Legos. And that's definitely something that you've derived growing up for sure oh definitely and it was funny actually me getting back into this whole like adult money i can buy all the legos type phase because <laughs> it's it's funny going back and being like oh like i love the marvel i love star wars like of course i have a majority of marvel and star wars sets when in actuality it's like i have all the spongebob sets and i have every single teenage mutant ninja turtle set <laughs> and it's like oh i love lego but i also loved you know, again, the color coordinating things. Again, every team, team mm. Ninja Turtle has their color and their weapon and their personality. And then, oh no, it's also Lego. Awesome. Like that's. <laughs> it's like really double whammy. It double whammy. Goes hand in hand. 
Yeah, and so you really drafted to that. You played a lot of sports, though, too. Played so many sports. Okay, um, tell me more. I've played on a team for, like, every single American sport except for, like, hockey um, and, like, two others. But, like, I did baseball. I did water polo. Um, wow. Volleyball, basketball mini being my main two. I did flag football. I, in fact, didn't do tackle. Um. I did soccer for like a year and a half because <laughs> running is not fun. Mm, and you only sure. run for health or for sport. If you find anyone who says, oh, I run for fun, they're clinically insane. Um, <laughs> and they need help. It's, it's just the truth. But yeah, I played a lot, a lot of sports. <sighs> that sounds yeah, awesome. So how did you get, to, like, I, I feel like your mom's job kind of helped in the oh, plane a lot more. Of course. Uh, so my mom works at, like, a, I guess for, like, broader honesty, especially in, like, D.C. and Utah. It's like a YMCA okay. of sorts. but it's Like not, a rec center. Yeah, a re- it's, it is a rec center. Um, okay. But we don't have open play. We mainly do, like, youth sports. Um, so her always working there. I was always able to play. Um, so she'd go to work, and then I'd have a game practice, and then I'd hang out. She'd go to work. I'd have a game. I'd hang out, and it just it just made sense a lot with our schedule. Yeah, um, and that's so where I totally work, work as well. Did she work like after school and then in like evening there? Yeah, um, in the beginning she was. She first is all started when I went to go get swimming lessons for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got those, and that was fun. And then she met Missy through there because Missy is one of my mom's best friends. She has a daughter the same age. And we were both in swimming lessons. And then Missy worked there. And then my mom got a job there. And then she was at the pool year-round for as long as they needed her. And then she got transferred over to Val Vista. And then she became the supervisor at Val Vista. So that's kind of how that worked. And then I was with her through all of that. That's awesome. So that brought up a lot of sports opportunities. A lot of sports opportunities. A lot, a lot, a lot. And then in like middle school and high school, did you play sports there as well? Yeah. Uh, middle school and high school is where I focused on only two sports instead of doing them all. Because 10, 11 year old me learned the sad truth that you, in fact, cannot play eight sports during a school year. Yeah. There's so, a limit. <laughs> yeah. So I did basketball and volleyball through all of middle school and high school. Yeah. And do you still play? I don't anymore i did do a year of volleyball for college though i did in fact do that and that was a lot of fun yeah that is but really fun. currently i am not no that's okay yeah, it's kind of hard it's hard it gets harder when you grow up if you're like i need money now <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Although, yeah like seasons and time right like that's true it's a hustle now but then like there will be time to do like Saturday morning pickup or like Wednesday yeah. late night pickup. And you know, you can find pockets. Yeah. You'll, time. Yeah. You'll find it. Right. Yeah. 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 Or I'm I'll try it. to get him to come coach the boys league or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Growing up, I especially enjoyed how, again, I preach this. I don't like my town, but I, what I do enjoy is that everything is within an hour and a half to two hours. Like me and my mom are big theme park people. So driving in an hour and a half out to Disneyland was something we did quite often. That mm-hmm. was a lot yeah. of fun. And it's really easy since it's just her and me. 
Um, so we go up there a lot, and that was fun. I love San Diego. Me I love too. the I love the drive to San Diego. My first concert ever was at San Diego. I love Ooh. San Diego. So what uh, was your first concert? It was it was twelve bucks a ticket. It's he's I guess he's not indie anymore, but he still is like an indie artist. His name's Jariah. Um, Sydney is also a big fan, and she flew down actually to go see him in San Diego. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Is that his real name? Yeah, his real name is Dry as well. Oh, which is Hebrew. That's interesting. It means taught know. by God. I did not know that. There you go. I, I didn't either. We got awesome. Um, again, having a second cousin who was right around the corner and having um, Doug and Susie being only 35, 30 minutes to 40 minutes out to visit like every two weeks and staying there playing games till one in the morning was always so much fun, mm-hmm. which we still do today. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Jordan's there too, right? Jordan is now here. Yes. They've been there. I think, I think they've been officially in Tobago for like two, three years. I think they have been. I think something like that. Yeah, I think it's been like three. Yeah, I think it's three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you kind of always had family, and then it's. I mean, I I like to think that we've tried to come and visit, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> or you guys have come this way. Yeah, absolutely. You kind of always grown up around family. Yeah, and when I was like eleven, I was able to fly by myself, so I'd go up every summer for like two, three weeks, and then we'd come up every Christmas. And then every summer, and then every Christmas. And then sadly, I became a high schooler, and everyone cried. Yeah, it's it's hard. <laughs> the older you get, the harder it is to pick up and go. Yeah. So you kind of, in passing, said you don't love your town? Yeah. Is that right? Tell me more about that. It's just, there's nothing really to do. Oh, yeah. um, we have a bowling alley, which is fun. Um, and we have a mall in quotations, but it's not a real mall when the moniker is the Hemet Hallway, mm. because you can okay. walk in and see the immediate end of the mall, and it's not even like a strain to the eyes. It's like telling someone to go far back when you're playing catch. It's not big at all, and no one ever goes there. I think I don't think I've ever been there. <laughs> yeah, and you won't ever have to because it's not anything special at all. The thing about Hemet though is the Hemet curse. Uh, and the so Hemet no curses. Leaves. Yeah, if you're born here, you die here. Um, uh, okay. And I've had a few people, which with this interaction was completely insane. I was at work and I was helping a lady sign her kid up for basketball. And I was like, oh, so like, are you new to the area? And she goes, yes and no. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, I grew up here. And then we moved to Palm Desert. I was like, okay, cool. And then she's like, then we came back for a little bit. I was like, nice. And then she was like, and then I spent eight years in Israel and we came back last year. No. So <laughs> Out even, of all the things we did. So, so even eight years in Israel could not keep them away from Hemet. They, huh. Yeah, it's... Mm-hmm. Okay. So are we saying we know you're gonna, where you're going to end up, Marcus? Yeah, where I will go from here, we have no idea. Well, when I come back when I'm like 60, probably. <laughs> well, I, don't know. I mean, life goals. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe there's value in that, right? Going back to mm-hmm. your roots and I don't know. 
yeah it'd be interesting yeah it'll be interesting to see if Hemet grows because i mean because if people keep coming back it's gonna get bigger eventually i mean it got a little bigger i know we got a few like different new housing tracks here okay and i know out on the way out to Hemet. Um, we've had a, a ton of new neighborhoods and mainly that's because Hemet is a big like commuter town. Okay. Like I would say like minimum 70% of the people here commute out to like Redlands, um, Riverside, Temecula, Menifee, Marietta. Like they usually come in Hemet because it's cheap to live and then they drive the 20, 30 minutes out to their job. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well... Yeah. Since you mentioned you might leave, <laughs> but probably come back. Well, actually, let's come back to that. Let's talk about what you're doing for a job. Um, right now, I work at the recreation, recreation center that my mom works at. It's same company, different branch. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so you're not I, in the same building, right? Yeah, not in the same building. Not at all. Um, she's like... I think hers is like 20 minutes from mine, but her location is like our sister location. So like when we do basketball, we have basketball games at her location. And when she does volleyball, she has volleyball games at our location. Um, But I do a lot of things for my job, really. Um, I guess I'll start with the sports thing. So we do, I think it's five different sports a year or four and we do one twice a year. So at the beginning of the year, next year, we do baseball, softball. Then in spring, we will do indoor soccer. Then summer, we will have um, summer basketball. And then throughout summer, we have basketball camps, volleyball camps, um, a paper airplane class that we did last year that I ran and everybody loved because I'm amazing. That sounds um, so cool. I, I want to join that class. It's, it was so much fun. The kids loved it. For some reason, we had like two and a half hours, and I have no idea why they gave me two and a half hours for paper airplanes, <laughs> but we made it work, and the kids had fun. Um, we spent an hour building, then you have an hour competition. That's yeah. what I did. I made every kid make like three paper airplanes from the f- like 15 examples that I made through the book and then I like copied the instructions. So they pick it. I'd give them the instruction of the plane and then their specified paper. Cause it was like one of those paper airplane books that comes with like the cool, colorful paper. Oh, so I gave yeah. like every kid one. And then if they wanted to make more of that, they had to use regular sheets of colored paper. And I always gave them a choice. Um, and then, so we built for the hour. Um, we laughed. I had, uh, I, he's my friend now. We were just coworkers, but he's my friend now, Christian. Um, and Christian's very opposite of me. I'm very loud. And I like to talk and he's not that. So it was really awesome for me to be able to like direct the class and have him go and help the kids one-on-one. And it worked mm-hmm. out really, really well. Um, but that was fun. I think we're doing it again this summer and hopefully I get to lead it once again. And then in August we do volleyball and flag football. And then in winter we do winter basketball yet again. And then the cycle repeats and that's what we do for sports. Um, but I make copies, I do phone calls um, every Monday we have a Valley quilters and a Valley wood carvers. So every Saturday night we set that up and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we have two different dance classes and every Friday we have a karate cat class. Have you ever joined any of those? The cars have tried to get me because now there's only three of them. And back in the day, there used to be like over a hundred. 
Whoa. Yeah, and they're super nice. Old, well, one of them is a super nice old man. His name's Maurice. <laughs> he's great. Uh, this other one, Art, he's not very nice at all. Um, <laughs> the quilters, they're just nice old ladies. Every third Monday, they have a meeting, and they're very cool. Um, and then the karate is actually not karate. I talked to him last night, and it's actually Taekwondo. And he okay. said that I could join at any time. So it, it, he's he's cool. Um, but yeah. That's funny. Yeah. What? Okay, you got to be honest. What? Who's worse, parents or the kids? Oh, without a doubt, parents and grown adults. <laughs> Let, I can. I have story after story after story, and ninety percent of them, it is me, the nineteen-year-old, or in some cases, seventeen-year-old me, who is being the mature and rational adult. <laughs> And like, <laughs> it blows my mind the audacity that these parents have at games. Because for some reason, they ignore the recreation part of valley wide mm. recreation. And they're like, ah, oh, my kid is the next Tyreek Hill. My kid will become the starter outside for the men's Olympic volleyball team. My kid <laughs> will become the next, um, what's her name? It's, um, Simone Biles. Simone Biles. Like the next um, Serena Williams. No, your mm, kid will not. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Your kid has never touched a ball before. And then they will ride and die on every single ref call. And they just think their kid's amazing. When half these kids have never played before. Yeah. Or like I get some parents who come in and they're like, oh, like what's like what can I sign my kid for? I'm like, oh, basketball. And then a month later, they'll have their first basketball game. And they'll come to me like, I thought this was competitive. Why is it? I'm like, ma'am or sir, this is a recreation center. You paid sixty dollars for ten games, a medal, and a jersey you get to keep. Where in that did you hear competitive club travel ball team? I'm, I'm very <laughs> thorough when I explain what we offer and what we give. There's no confusion here. Well, and that is a steal. Like That's any exactly. play for that amount is incredible. Is incredible. And we're so nice. <laughs> they are actually. They are really nice. I'm yeah, sure. I believe mm-hmm. it. And I, it sounds like they have fun. Like the kids are having a good oh, yeah. time. Nine percent of the time, the kids have fun. If the kids aren't having fun, it's because of the parents. Yeah, it's because how the parents teach in the acting games, or how the parents will like, like the kid is acting up and they're like being rude to the ref and being like outwardly rude to other parents. You're like, hey, that's not okay. And the parent will be like, you can't tell my kid. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. yes, I see where it comes from. Yep, I understand now what goes on at home. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I, I guess that's a good lesson, right? As like a as as parents, you're like, okay, like what my expectation is here is like, yeah. is it supposed to be fun still? Right? Yeah, like it's a good reminder. Yeah, it's it's yeah. The parents, whatever. I, I don't need Marcus getting after me. <laughs> <laughs> the parents be like, oh, like you got to do this, or or like even when they're like, oh, like when a rep calls something, or sure. like that's like yeah. normal game things right but like when parents out of nowhere because all it takes is one parent and then they all have like this mob mentality like oh we can we can attack the ref 
we can attack the ref. Like, we can do this. And then I step in. I'm like, ah, no, actually. Nope. And then if you keep wanting to do this, I promise you I can stop the game. Um, and that's something I had to learn, especially being like, again, I started this job at 17 in high school as a senior. I was always like, oh, these are grown people. And mm. You know, I was afraid. But learning like what I can do and what power I have watching. Yeah, you're games in charge. Like, exactly. Um, yeah, because like, we've had to run that same thing with our, our boys at soccer. Mm-hmm. Like we we know some of the some of the youth uh, refs. Mm-hmm. And I love I love it when they they put the, the parents in their place. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's running the game, man. Exactly. He'll stop the game, he'll kick you out, tell you to leave. Like, good, good exactly. for him. Exactly. <laughs> and like now, like, because technically I'm working two jobs, it's not to flex, but I'm doing my normal job and then I'm also refing these volleyball games that we have because it is two different companies. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it's weird knowing these coaches, and usually these coaches be like, oh this ref stinks. I'm like, okay, are you that passionate? They're like, yeah, I'm like, okay, here's the complaint form. Or like, oh, this is your practice. I mean, going to their games, like most recently, like I'd say maybe two weeks ago, I was refing this game and I know both of these coaches and it's getting absolutely insane in here. Like I had a parent yell at my line judge and I mm. blew my whistle, stopped the game and said, I will not have you berate my line judges. I will not allow it. Absolutely not. And then every parent shut up. And then the game kept going and it got louder and there were words between the coaches and I had to step in and I'm just like, you guys are grown adults. You each have a 401k. I know each of you have four kids and this is a middle school sixth through eighth grader volleyball game. This is not the definitive moment in their lives. And I promise you when they're 27, they're not going to think back to November the 6th, that game where the ref cheated me and the, they're not going to remember. I promise yep. you they won't because I and, don't. And nobody's college is writing on this. And right? nobody's no college is writing on this. <laughs> is writing on this. Yep. There is no scout yep. here. There's nothing. Yep. Yeah, my son refs hockey games. He just turned 15 and like he's had to eject coaches and yeah. like it's such an empowering thing for like you guys, right? Like I yeah. think it's a good experience. It's such a good experience. Yeah. Cause I also um, like it teaches you on the flip side, like to stop and look and like, okay, if I've told other people to do this, why am I acting like this at this event? Or why am I in public like did it? Like it's cool to like yes. same thing, like, okay then. Like now I can look at myself and, and change things about that. And it's it's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure we've all had times, right, when you were playing volleyball and you were, like, oh. in the game and passionate. And you're like, what, ref? What are you doing? Absolutely. Right? Like, we've all been there. I was notorious. <laughs> I I wasn't the meanest of the ref, but during my club volleyball days, um, I would – I was playing middle, so I was very oppressive at the net, not only with how I was blocking and how it would take four people to even try to stop me, which they failed every time. Um and, like, I would call out, okay, this number's hitting this. They're hitting this. And I'll never, ever forget this. We had a game. I was calling everything. They're going to hit this, this, and this. Blocks, doing everything good, everything that I need to. And after the game, a mom of one of the players on our team come up, comes up to me. She goes, hey, I just want to say I love your playing. I love your passion. I love da 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 I'm like, oh, this is so Aww, sweet. And then she goes. So nice. She dropped the bomb. And then oh. she goes. Yeah. But you need to tone it down a little. You're a little oh. rude. <laughs> and oh. I was like, and I was Thanks, like, mom. I was like, thank you, ma'am. Thank you. 
I understand. I'm not changing. I'm sorry. And she's like, but I don't, I don't, I don't want to come across as mean because you are really good, but you're a little loud and rude. And I'm like, oh, it's volleyball. Like I, it's the, it's a non-contact sport. So being able to win and like intimidate the other team without being insane. Cause again, I was never calling anyone names across. Right. I never argued across the net. I was just calling basic things loud that most other middles didn't because most yeah. middles are like, cause I'm I, tall, but I'm not like sports tall. So like most of the middles I would against are like more quiet. These like six, seven dudes who didn't, this is my small man syndrome coming out right here. Who didn't <laughs> have to work for anything who didn't never had a jump who could just hop, skip and Oh no, I'm over the net. So I was always in their face, <laughs> meeting them at the net, challenging them. Cause I'm like, it's unfair how easy you get to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, okay, it's, so Marcus, how tall are you? I, I've been told many things. I'm just going to say like six, two, I think, but I've been told six, three, but sometimes I don't feel six, three. And I've had like people come to me like, dude, like how tall are you? And I'm like, I don't know. Six, two is like, no, no, no. I'm six, two. You gotta be at least six, four, bro. And I'm like, I'm, I, I promise you I'm not. So we'll say like six, two and a half yeah. eight, right in the middle. We'll say six, three is like your basketball height. Yeah. Which is always inflated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll say six, three, my basketball height. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but back to my job. Um, yeah. I work at a recreation center. It's great. Uh, my coworkers make the job. I have the best coworkers of all time. We're all cool. Um, and even though like we all have our niches like with each other, we all can talk to each other about literally everything. And it's so much fun. And I would not trade any of them for anything ever. They're great. And I'm excited every shift. Aww. That's awesome. Are most yeah. of your coworkers about your age or is it like uh, a mix? It's, or are they mostly older? So I am the second youngest tied. So I have, there's a, he turns 18 next week. I'm pretty sure. Then there's me and Devin and we're both 19. And then there's one, two, three, there's three 21 year olds. And then in our later bracket are people like we have Jacob who's 25, who's now doing real estate okay. and, and he's been doing real estate for the past I think I want to say a year. And I think soon he's going to get his big house because this, this job is made like a stepping stone job. It's so you can work towards something better. So um, Jacob, like he's, I think this next house he's going to get is he won't be, he'll have to leave us, which will suck, but I'll miss him. And then like Johnny, he worked at um, Valley wide, got his degree. Then he went to go to lineman college in Texas. And now he's back working and he's looking for lineman jobs or like we have, Another good friend of mine, Rose, who's a professional basketball player who come who plays overseas, and every summer he comes back and works the summer and then leaves overseas again. So it's always a job you can come back to, and I enjoy it a lot. That's so cool. Yeah, it's a lot of cool. It's a lot of fun. They sound like really cool people. They are. They're great. Yeah, it's always a lot of fun. And my bosses, too. My bosses are great. Again, just all cool people. We're also all really big foodies. Um, we <laughs> all love food. I didn't know food. you were a foodie. Oh, yeah. Like every every shift, it's like – because basically how it works is we have me and the rest of – like my coworkers, we're all rec aides. And then we have our lead rec aide and then our two – and then our rec coordinator and then our supervisor. And that's Gabe, Sean, and Renee. I love them so much. They're awesome. 
And usually Renee, being the biggest food fiend ever, will come out of his office, shimmy his way to Shauna's desk and be like, so where are we going for lunch? And then they'll go, and then they'll be like, Gabe, did you bring a lunch? And Gabe will be like, I didn't bring a lunch. And then they'll then they'll all get, go get lunch. Or like, if I go get lunch, Dom will be like, so where are you going? And I'm like, I'm going here. And he's like, can I give me some? I'm like, I got you. Or like, usually <laughs> I'm notorious for this. People will go, and I'll be like, if I slide you $4, can you give me a large fry with ranch? I'm notorious for asking for fries because I love fries, and I'm addicted to them. <laughs> uh, but like, we're all foodies. We just all love eating food. Marcus can put it away too. I've I've been to a couple <laughs> restaurants and yeah, you can eat, man. I try, <laughs> I try. <laughs> Is your mom a foodie? Yes, but not to like my extent. Okay. I okay. would say I would say more than like the average person who just eats food to like eat food. We enjoy food. We love food. Yeah. Food's the best thing ever created and it will never be topped. Food is so, pretty great. Food is amazing. Yeah. Well, since we're on your mom, tell us about her. I mean, what's not to know? She's hilarious. She's bold. And she gets things done. She has a myriad of hobbies. Currently, right now, she's working on the worst puzzle ever invented um, <laughs> that I got for her. I think Is it the clear year. one? The which one? The clear, or is it all oh, white? Oh, it's so much worse. Um, so it's Lego minifigure faces, but they're all yellow. There's no skin tone differences. Um. And it's like, this one has red hair, but this one has red hair. This one has eyelashes, but this one's eyelashes with freckles. And she's been on it for a while. And she, <laughs> many nights I hear her go, the second I'm done, I'm gluing it and framing it and never touching it again. <laughs> um so <laughs> I have cursed her with that. Um, have you have you heard of the two million dollar puzzle? No. Oh my gosh. Okay. So here's how it works. So the puzzle is like forty bucks on Amazon, and it's mm-hmm. a QR code. Mm-hmm. So when you complete it, it makes an individual QR code that's individual mm-hmm. to each one, um, and then everyone wins somewhere between one dollar. And a million dollars. And there's two people that will win a million dollars, thus the $2 million puzzle. That is awesome. It's so cool. So we did one. We won a dollar, which people win a dollar, right? But it was was so hard. So hard. (laughs) We also glued ours, and it's hanging on my son's wall because it was so much effort. (laughs) (laughs) Never to be done again. Uh, But if you're looking for Christmas gifts and she likes puzzles, this is actually a really fun one because you feel like you can't stop, right? Because yeah. what if money. you are the one million dollar one? Yeah. Like you've got to keep going, and then yeah, yeah, no, that'll be fun. That might have to be because usually how me and my mom work, we do um, big Christmas gifts, like yeah. we do Christmas lists. So we like, I want this, I want this, and I absolutely enjoy getting exactly what I asked for, um, but. I'm trying to get her. What <laughs> kid hasn't said that? <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's that's probably very only child of me. Um, but <laughs> um, but I, I'm, this year I'm trying to do two surprise Christmas gifts. Today I gave her an early Christmas gift just because I was out and about. Um, and that gift, by the way, was um, it was Bed Bath and Beyond. No, it's Bath and Body Works. Bath mm. and Bo- I always get the mix. Bath and Body Works had a every hand soap for two dollars and like 60 cents or something to two dollars and 95 cents would normally they're eight bucks so if i was gonna buy her two soaps normally it would have been 16 bucks so i just bought her 
six Christmas themed soaps because we haven't had Christmas themed soaps before and she loves Christmas decorating. So I bought her six different scents because I was like, "Eh." early Christmas present. So she is going to love it. Well, she did. She did. She absolutely adored it. She loved them all except for one scent. It was a cinnamon scent. She's like, I don't do cinnamon. So it's yours. I was like, oh, yay. It's going to be my bathroom. Awesome. I (laughs) I enjoy the smell. So the gift that keeps on giving. Exactly. My mom is very bold. Um, mm-hmm. it's very very funny I remember one time we went to and I haven't been to Applebee's since but we go to Applebee's and I'm like oh let me get the French bread pizza because I'm like 11 and I don't know if you know this Cammy, but I was a notorious picky eater when I was young and I will oh. gladly profusely apologize to every single aunt and uncle who had to deal <laughs> with me because not only was I picky I was insanely stubborn mm. um and my biggest regret ever, poor Aunt Erin. I will never, ever forget because I feel so bad. Last The night before, she goes, what do you want for breakfast? Because I wasn't eating anything, right? Yeah. And I was like, I would like pancakes, eggs, bacon. Perfect. The next morning comes. She makes it all. And I'm like, I'm not going to eat any of this. And she, goes, and she goes, what? I'm like, I don't like any of this. And she goes, I literally asked you what you like and then i go but my mom didn't make it so i'm not gonna eat it and then i didn't eat it and she spent the entire morning making it and i feel so so bad because i'm a (laughs) terrible person and it was horrible and i probably did that once or twice to every and uncle so i'm just so sorry i was so bad anyway back to the frenchman pizza (laughs) (laughs) i order it i take a bite and i have a face and my mom's like what's why do you look like that like I, this tastes off. So mom takes a bite. And she's like, "Oh, this, this is like cold." So she goes, "Um, this is cold. Can you like take it back?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, absolutely." We wait a little bit. We get it back. And I'm like, "Oh wow, it's really hot this time." I eat the end piece. I'm like, "This is delicious." I bite the next piece. Cold. Oh. They just threw it in the microwave. Oh man. My mom brings them back. They took it away. She didn't eat. I didn't eat. And we left. And I have not been to Applebee's since. And my mom is very adamant on getting exactly what we ordered. Exactly. No, no mistakes. And we will get exactly how we ordered. Um, but my mom's awesome. Like going to Disneyland. And I think it was a shock for her because younger, I was always like, I always liked what they did around the thing. Like, the rides were awesome, but I always like looking at, like, the, the design of the park and mm. what they were trying to reference here and why this character's over here and the music playing and, like, the different, like, themed trash cans and, and things like that. Um, so it was always fun, like, sitting with my mom on a Disneyland bench and just looking and, like, enjoying the parade and, like, talking about our favorite, like, Disney characters and, oh, like, I hope we meet this character or wouldn't this be cool for a ride and those memories are always are always fun. Um, probably my favorite like Disneyland memory with her is, or the one I can remember, is when it was way back when I was probably like eight or something, and we go to Disneyland California Adventure, and what I believe for the first and the last time this character ever had a meet and greet ever in Disneyland history was it was Max Goofy's son. And not only does my mom absolutely adore the Goofy movie, I 
absolutely adore the Goofy movie, and I've always oh, loved Max. Yes. Yeah, I've <laughs> loved Max as a character for forever. So me seeing him was so exciting. We got the picture. He signed my book, and I remember for the rest of that year, every time we went, I'd be like, "I hope Max is there." I hope they bring him out, and they have not brought him out since. To my recollection, he's not come out since. It was a long time ago, but it was awesome. And we both were so excited, and it was just a fun little memory. It, it's always fun. Mm-hmm. It's always fun. My mom is a ton of fun. Oh, and board games. She owns, I think, almost every single awesome Monopoly. We have Coca-Cola to Sonic to Mario to... Halloween. We have Hemetopoly. If you know, oh it's gosh. awesome. Yeah, um, we we have everything Monopoly, and we always play board games. Our favorite board game, probably of all time, is Villainous. Do you know about Villainous, Cammy? I know I Uncle don't. Craig does. So Villainous is a Disney villains board game where each person plays a different villain. So, like, say I was Captain Hook, and you were King John. Okay. Um, we both would have our own game board, our own goals to win the game. So, like for Captain Hook, I have to control, um, I have to defeat Peter Pan and control Neverland. And for you to win, you have to have 20 power. So, we each have our own goals. And how the game works is I, as my villain, send out heroes of like your movie. So, like Peter Pan or your King John, so like Robin Hood, um, Lil John. Ma- uh, made Marion and such and I play them to stop you from gaining 20 power and for me you like have Peter Pan and Tinkerbell and it's very like villains sabotaging each other to beat their own selfish goal and it's a lot a lot of fun and what's really been awesome is that I've bought I've always bought them for her and she owns every single villainous set ever from Disney then they did Marvel and Star Wars she owns every single one because when I first bought them for her the first time it was for her birthday and then here comes October Halloween, and guess what? Or Mother's Day, and then her birthday's in Halloween. So then, perfect timing. I bought her the Halloween one. And ever since then, usually one comes out in the beginning of the year that I can get her for Mother's Day, and then one near the end of the year that I can get her for her birthday. And it's worked out really, really well. And we've always played the new ones, and we love it so, so much. And it's a lot, a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. That's and so we're also cool. just big. Yeah, it's so much fun. I definitely. I was like, Carrie and Marcus, they play a lot of games. We it's play awesome. A, we play a lot of games. A lot. A lot. And we're usually like, well, my mom is usually known as the competitive one. Um, I am competitive, but I'm also very annoying. Like, I'll be like, oh, I really want to win. <laughs> and then I'll sit back and be like, you know what? How do I make this not fun for everybody else? <laughs> and I'm infamous i think craig i think you were playing with us that one time for skulking when i could you know you know what i'm talking about what 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 event oh yeah i can't remember what the play was but me and my mom both needed have you ever played skulking cammy i have okay so me and my mom both needed one more for our bet i'm pretty sure and this was a game where like everyone wasn't cheating but everyone was like Please, I'll do this, you do this. Like, that was the game. Like, we were all rowdy. The, like, emotions were high. And I <laughs> lied straight through my teeth to her. And, I, and she was so worried. Like, oh, what if I take it? I'm like, no, 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 don't worry. I can get rid of it. Don't worry. You'll be safe. I got it. And she's like, you got it? I'm like, I got it. She plays her card, and I take the pile. And her face drops. Oh. Drops. And we almost stopped the game there. I think it was round eight or nine. Everyone almost stopped because I'm laughing, 
JB's laughing. And my mom is so angry, so angry. And ever since that moment, I've just been on a on an arc of that's what I tried to do, especially growing up playing with Uncle Doug and Michael. Those two, oh, they're nefarious. They're <laughs> professional monopoly cheaters. Without fail. <laughs> Without fail. Um, they are very good at making soulless trades. And I have taken that and tried to do the same to my girlfriend. Um, because I'm terrible. But it's it's monopoly, it's capitalism, it's awesome. <laughs> and then books have also been a really big part of me and my mom. Um, always getting her James Patterson and her getting me some fantasy story um, or some like Diary Would Be Kids, which I still own all of them and I still buy the new one just mm-hmm. to read them because it's fun. Um, or reading Percy Jackson. Like we've always been like big book people, but as I've gotten older, I've gotten more into um, manga, which is just Japanese comic books. Nothing yeah. too crazy. Um, so like we can always count a book to get each other for a gift. Um, we can always read. And, and things like that. And we're also big movie people. Yeah, I was going to say, well, your bookcase is pretty impressive. Oh. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, keep going. There's uh, a lot. There is a lot. I think currently I'm at 375. I think is the total count of volumes of manga I have on my shelf. Wow. I think it is. Yes. That's sure amazing. That's yeah. 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 So do you uh this is kind of a weird question, but do you want to go to Japan someday? So bad. So bad. But but I've always wanted to go to Japan. It's not like a oh manga anime, now I want to go. I've always wanted to go right. since I was young because I've always like I've loved like the cultural aspect of Japan and like in like deep parts in like Kyoto and stuff. And like the Tori shrines, and I just think it's all beautiful. And who doesn't love a good cherry blossom? If you don't, there's something wrong with you. Um, cherry blossoms <laughs> are just beautiful to look at. Um, I completely agree. <laughs> um, but I have always wanted to go to Japan, and of course, then I get into like manga and anime. And I'm like, oh, now I have to go to Japan, right? Um, but my mom's also wanted to go, and she's always wanted to go since I was younger. Um, so yeah, no, I do, do really want to go to Japan and I love Japanese food. I love all Asian food, you know, mm. East Asian food, South Asian food. Oh, again, food is Me the best thing ever made. Too. It's yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's no, amazing. No joke. I'm right there with you. Like yeah. I love Thai food and Vietnamese mm-hmm. food and mm-hmm. Japanese Thai food so and, and Indian food. It's all amazing. Love it all. Yum. Well, you probably had quite a bit of different culture. I mean, there's a good a good culture mix there in your area, Marcus. You've probably got a lot of different food. You'd be surprised it's actually not. <laughs> really? Yeah. I would have thought I would have thought it was. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, most people would because again, again, it's again, it's a big like commuter town. So a lot of people drive out to these other like densely populated areas. But I would say it's mostly like Hispanic people live in Hemet. Like I would say, like. Probably like minimum, I think fifty percent of him is is straight like Hispanic people, and so and can everything. You get that, good Mexican food. Absolutely, you can, um, and that is one of the reasons why I cannot live anywhere that is not a coast because I cannot live without good Mexican food. I can't do it. I've been cursed. So, <laughs> are is it mostly people from Mexico, or do you have like? Uh, other... Um, 
I would say it's mostly people from Mexico, but um, I know quite a, like personally, I know a, quite a few Cubans and a, quite a few like Dominicans. And they, again, have huge families that have been here for forever. So it's just a lot of, um, there's a lot of Latin cultures. Yeah. But I would say mainly Mexican because I myself have been in three quinces um, and quinceañeras. And I've been in, and I was in three in, in a year and a half time span. Three. And I think that was one of my most biggest regret not buying me a tux after the first one. Because mm. we we're like, oh, it's just one. We'll just rent. And then I got invited to another one. And my mom was like, that sucks, but it's okay. Just two. And then the third one hit. And she goes, ah. So my kid talks to people, I guess. <laughs> and we should have got me a tux. <laughs> uh, but see, here's the thing. If you bought the tux, guaranteed you would have grown. And then... Guaranteed. It would have been guaranteed useless. So um, she probably made the right choice there. Yeah. But, but yeah, I've been to a lot of quinces. Did so. you do the dance? Of Dances. course. That's Amazing. what it was. I was mm-hmm. always in the dance for all three. And in the in the second one, in the second one, I actually choreographed the boys' dance. Because well how done. she did it is what we had a together dance, and then we had a boys' dance and a girls' dance. And I did the boys dance and a, just a tiny bit of the girls dance, just a little bit, just just a smidge. Marcus likes to dance. <laughs> I, I am known to move just a, just a little bit. That's pretty time. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your mom's always been a good dancer. Exactly. So, but I am better. Let's get it out the way. A hundred percent. She may have given me the baseline. I have. I was like, she gave it to you, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still better. I'm still better. Promise. I think we might not. Craig, can you schedule a dance off for the family reunion? <laughs> Heck yeah, that and a, and, a, and a monopoly game and a volleyball uh, game. I realized. Yep, yep, all those things. <laughs> Especially with uh, Jet getting into volleyball, that's exciting. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. He texted me the other day. He was like, "Dude, I'm playing volleyball." I was like, "That is awesome." And then I info dumped on him for <laughs> probably the next my entire lunch break. Actually, I just told him straight about literally everything and what he should work <laughs> on for what he wants to do. And da, 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 da. But then at the end, I was like, "But then, if you just want to have fun, like your high school years, then don't take anything I said seriously. But if you want to get good, this is what you need to do." <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's really cool. It's I'm just fun. glad that they're finally doing a min uh a the the boys it took forever I, yes. for it to come to utah it, it, it took it way too long i tried to to go out for the girls volleyball team in junior high and they straight up told me no <laughs> which i get but yeah. they didn't have anything and i loved volleyball mm-hmm. it's men's volleyball is still technically like a newer sport yeah um like all the pro leagues it's like soccer all the pro leagues are like european mm, yeah so like it, like it is. And like when you play in America, there are definitely like G League stuff. But it's like if you aren't on like the men's Olympic USA team, then you're not like a USA professional. If you are a professional volleyball, you go like overseas and you play there. Interesting. Yeah. 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 And that's usually what it is. Like I know like three people on our U.S. Olympics men's team, they're on, like, they're all three at the same Italian club, like, the same professional Italian club and things like that. Italy could be fun. Italy is on my top three places to go outside the country. 
What are what are the others? Japan is number one. Mm -hmm. Um, Italy and then Greece. Ooh. Does food drive any of those? Um, the last two. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because I love Mediterranean food so so much, and that's something I've come to love in the past. Like I feel like eight months. Um, like we have a. I found that we have a shawarma place in town, and they family owned. They're it's not a chain. They're amazing people. Um, their food's so good. Um, they their garlic fries are amazing, and they have like these like four cheese like fried four four cheese like like egg roll things they're mouth watering <laughs> like they just insane they're awesome and like i um for a bit where i meal prep i still meal prep but not as seriously but for a bit when i meal prepped i was doing like gyros and that's what i was meal prepping mm. with and that's what i was working with um because i do love mediterranean food and greece is just beautiful it is yeah. absolutely amazing so and then Italy's like 90% food driven because I heard that they don't let you take food home. You have to finish it there. And that's, that's my type of people. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. (laughs) Um, And again, like history is there is also very rich in Rome and Mm -hmm. such. So yeah, those are my top three. Yeah. I would echo that. I've not been to any of those and I would definitely like to be to them. You know, I, I also love Mediterranean. I like, I remember, where I was and how old I was when I first had falafel. I was like, what is this magic? Like, this is amazing. I still have not had falafel. What? You have got to find some falafel. It is. It's so good. Isn't it like vegetarian too? Yeah. Huh. I was like, I've never had it either, but now you're making me hungry. <laughs> I need to go. It's kind of like a. Like a meatball, only it's full of really good yeah. vegetables and spices, and uh, like it's just so flavorful and yeah, it's tasty. Good way to get your vegetables in. It sounds like yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's not like you don't bite into it and you're like, oh yeah, there's oh, kale and, right? Yeah, it's not. <laughs> you don't think it's it? Yeah, it doesn't scream vegetable. It's just like the mm. spices and like I said, chickpeas and various other things in it. It's so good so have you ever made it cammy i have <gasps> i have craig what's your top three travel destinations oh, that's a good question wow i'm surprised you'd ask me that i don't i honestly uh so ireland or scotland Ooh. most likely both. um that's the only places i ever really wanted to travel travel to europe um, but New Ze or New Zealand just seems absolutely beautiful and gorgeous. Hobbit town, yeah, exactly. Right, <laughs> it's, it is a little bit from Lord of the Rings, but mm-hmm. yeah, Ireland is common. There's some, there's, I don't know, there's some. I I would probably like to go just about anywhere, but but I don't know. I never really thought about it too much. <laughs> yeah. But those those two, I don't know why. Ireland or Scotland just sound 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 cool. Castles, maybe stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. Honestly, Cammy, I'd like to come visit DC because I've actually last time I, I literally we drove through it and that was it. Like <laughs> it doesn't doesn't seem that extravagant. No, <laughs> I wanna, yeah, you should. I want to go experience it. Yeah, bring Marcus with you. <laughs> Road trip, Marcus. Woot woot. 
<laughs> well, now, Marcus, you vaguely mentioned you have a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. I do. That was a pass through. It was, and I, I couldn't let that one go. So, okay, I'm tell us about it. her. Um, she is the best thing ever of all time. Mm-hmm. She's just awesome. Her name is Lindsay. Yeah, and she's currently playing Legend of Zelda. <laughs> is she there with you? <laughs> yes, she is. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, good. Then tell us a few more things about her. Um, she's super nerdy, just like myself. She has great taste in music. Um, is she from Hemet? She is from Hemet, and it's so funny. Um, we met my senior year of high school. She's a year below me, so she's a junior. Or 10 months, technically, but she was a junior. We met in theater class, and we were just friends. And then a year later, we started dating, because we're great, and she's awesome, mm-hmm. and adorable, and I. Um, <laughs> but what's and she so- has a great smile, man. Right? Oh, my. I... She has the best smile of all time. Number one. <laughs> never never debated. Um, every other person out there who's like, oh, my partner has the best smile. They're wrong because it's Lindsay and she's number one. Um, <laughs> and I will not debate on this because I will win. Uh, <laughs> but um, what's so funny is we, again, to our knowledge, we only met each other in my senior, her junior year. But actually, way back when, in sixth grade it's a bit embarrassing for myself but i asked a girl for her phone number she was like "Mm, no and gave me her friend's phone number and then i texted this friend and this friend was actually Lindsay, (laughs) way back when when we were both like 11 (laughs) and we had and we had no idea and we had no idea until I mentioned this mutual friend of ours. She's like, oh, like I knew her back then. I was like, oh, I knew her back then. And she's like, wait, you wait, Marcus? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, <gasps> and then she told me that that was her. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Best friend then... ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was cool. And then um, my, my other friend, Peyton, she went to St. John's. And Lindsay also went there. So all the times that I was at St. John's for like their fields and events, Lindsay told me that she was at every single event. So that means we have crossed paths without knowing. And then also she took tech theater her freshman year and I took it all four years technically, but my sophomore year I couldn't take it. So I would just ditch to go. And I would only ditch my sixth period because I had sixth period basketball. So when basketball, when basketball, we, when we weren't in season, I just left to the theater. Um, so then again, I could have seen her then cross paths with her then, but we didn't like actually know each other until her junior year, my senior year. And I think that's really cool. That is really cool. Meant yeah. to be, right? Like that's see, we're on the same level here. Indeed. That's she sounds delightful. She is so delightful. Well, and you said she had a great taste in music. So I what what's what's the bit what are you liking right now? What are you listening to? Again, honestly, like the past year and a half has been like straight rock music, I'm going to be honest. But it is mm-hmm. always like a little bit of everything. Like recently, I've been listening to this amazing song. It's called Today by Q. Um, it's a great song. It's so, so good. It's smooth. It's R&B. 
Um, he sings about real stuff and like the real fears that he has. It's amazing. Um, I listen to that song on repeat. Um, I've also been like going through like show tune era as well. Like I've probably listened to like more musicals in this past 10 months than I have in my entire life put together. Because <laughs> singing is always fun and I enjoy singing. Singing is a fun thing to do. I think I'm okay, but nothing special. Um, and those are fun songs to sing. Right? Like, they're so much fun. The lyrics and and they're, they're so dynamic. Fun. And yeah. it's just, it's a lot of fun. And then, like, I'll listen to Japanese music every now and then. Not every now and then, it's every other day. Um, but I just love foreign music as a whole. Um, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of music in general. So, yeah. Like, I don't like, I'm not the biggest fan of country, but I went to the Grand Ole Opry, and that was a lot of fun. And the country there, like, the live country was so good. Every single person was amazing. Um, the the feelings and, like, the weight of being there was also really cool. Like, the Grand Ole Opry, if you don't know, is the country place. Like, all the big, like, super big country stars all performed there on, like, the oak flooring and it was really, really cool. It was really, really cool. And it made me respect country more than I did before. Because before I used to say, oh, country's terrible. How could you ever like country? And then I went there and I was like, you know what? It's not for me, but I'm not totally against it. Like if I went to Stagecoach, I think I'd have a good time. But yeah. I just wouldn't listen to it on my own, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's been fun. Me and Marcus and some of the other nephews we'll, we'll get in like a mode of like sharing music yeah like yeah. We, we, we don't do it all the time but like, you know every couple every couple months it'll be like yeah hey, listen to this or mm-hmm. what do you listen to yeah it's cool it's, it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun me and marcus get into the screamo stuff together oh it's amazing screamo <laughs> is so good <laughs> oh we like we like dynamics in songs like yes you know breakdowns and and, mm-hmm. and different things like that yes and screaming plus singing because just yeah. screaming is a little rough so I like when they switch between it like if either the lead singer does both or there's a singer and a screamer either way um, it's it's really good. Calder was telling me about voice coaches and how and uh, like how they train so that they can scream. Mm-hmm. without hurting their vocal cords and like there's this whole yeah this whole area arena of coaching that mm-hmm. focuses solely on that and i want to learn how to do it so bad mm-hmm. so <laughs> bad i can do it like in a whisper voice but i can't like mm-hmm. bring out the power and the weight that they can actually do too and I, every time I bring it up, I always tell people, like, the second I learn it, it's over for everybody. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm joining a band. Going big. I'm going big. <laughs> That's funny, too. Well, it doesn't surprise me that that they would go to, an like, actually have a coach now because I'm sure a lot of those older guys that were doing this to begin with, like, wrecked their voices they couldn't do it anymore and there's even some that i listened to that back from when i was like 14 15 that they don't scream like they used to even mm-hmm. now yeah that it's like it's not they definitely changed the vibe of the music that they're singing mm-hmm. but it's good to hear that the advances have been made on helping yeah. these people <laughs> yeah 
No, it's true. Because I could not do it. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, not long term. Might be might be a one and done for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Marcus, what what? So what do you remember growing up with? Do you remember anything about great grandma and granddad Price? Not really. I know going to our house and not being allowed to touch the computer. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I remember that, the ping that was pong only for table. making birthday cards. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I remember the front of the house, but like that's okay. And I know, I know helping Calvin a few times, like walk down steps or walk to like for big family units, like walking him to RVs and such. But I don't have too many fond memories. And when I saw that question, I felt bad because, like, I don't really remember too much. No, you shouldn't feel bad. Yeah, we, don't feel bad. Yeah, we only asked because, you know, you were alive for some portions of that. But yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of times, you know, when you're pretty little, when you go to grandma and granddad's house, there's so many other people there, yeah. like your age and you're off playing. Like you don't remember the older people. So it's okay. Don't worry. And, and speaking about old people, they'll kill me for that. But what about <laughs> your grandparents, grandma and grandpa, or nana and papa? Oh. Tell us about them. Well, Grandma and if you don't was, know who that is, that is Glenn and Nancy. Yeah, Glenn and Nancy. <laughs> um, I'll just run through my little hit list of my favorite things. <laughs> it was always fun coming up during summer and uh, winter and not knowing what grandpa you would get. I would show up and I would get a love and a squeeze and maybe a light tickle. Or if he was feeling extra, extra, he would shave the day before, bring mm. you in like, oh, I love you. I would never harm you. Then squeeze you and rub his face up against yours to scratch oh, you on purpose all the time. The all whisker the time. burn. The whisker burn. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All the time. All the time. Um, and then Nana always being excited for the coveted chocolate milkshake every mm-hmm. time I went over. I know when the first time they came down to stay with us for a few weeks, that was like the number one thing I was asking for was, can you please make this milkshake? Please. <laughs> um, and she or, would. She and she you. would. Of course she would. Of course she would. And it was delicious every time. Every single time. Um, and I always felt bad um, for Nana because she was always, she still is, huge Harry Potter fan. And I was the only like grandson or grandchild who was not a Harry Potter fan. But as of recent, I am now, and I've seen all the movies except for Deathly Hallows part one and two. Um, so now I enjoy talking. Hmm? Taking that for a special occasion or just haven't seen it. I just never watched them. And um, uh, Evan's younger sister, Ellie is a huge fan. And I dog sat for them one week, which I'm actually doing this week too, which is exciting. My um, dog sat for a week, and she had them all. And I was like, you know what? Why not? I'm Everyone, here. They're here. Yeah. Nana loves them. All my cousins enjoy them. I'm just, why not? And I enjoy them. Um, I do, of course, still have some problems, though, because I am pretty harsh on movies, I would say, normally. Um, 
but overall, I enjoy them, and I think they're hilarious. The first movie has no need being two and a half hours long, though. That there's no need. <laughs> Jeez, half of them is sitting at a lunch table, but you know, it's, no, they're they're enjoyable and they're fun. Um, you should be a movie critic, Marcus. Oh, I would have so much fun. I <laughs> would have so much fun, and I think about it all the time because I like I like critiquing movies. Um, but it's, yeah. You could, yeah. yeah, you could just start a side hustle. And being a movie critic would be so much fun. Why? Because well, I don't know, like, do I just critique so many that they're like, ah, he has shown consistency to critique. And then the secret critiquing movie league comes and, it's, and like, contacts me, like, hey, we want you as an official critiquer, you know? Right. Let you in. <laughs> I mean, perhaps you could. People have started YouTube channels doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Like with like no like background of like just yeah. watching movies and reviewing it. So, Marcus, people watch kids open toys. On- <laughs> <laughs> you can. People will watch whatever you <laughs> offer. <laughs> well, you know, I already am a part-time influencer. <laughs> oh, are you? I'm not. I make slideshow Lego videos on TikTok. I have like nine of them. They're really simple, but I have fun doing them. That's funny. Yeah, and I always enjoy seeing my cousins comment and like on them. And mm-hmm. with my girlfriend seeing them as well. It's very fun. And she's commented on every single one. Every single one. She's added it to favorites. She really helps me boost engagement. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good girlfriend should. Uh, she's the best girlfriend. She's awesome. Well, what's the big plan, Marcus? You have... Do you know what you want to do? Or are you just kind of filling life out? I have been filling life out, but I've come to the conclusion that I want to do something creative um, or at least try to do something creative. Um, because Please school, say Lego Master Builder. Yeah. <laughs> um, because school will always be there, um, but my youth and opportunities will not be. So um, anything creative from like writing movies or I don't know, directing movies or acting or so just something creative. Um, art has always been my, my weaker side, I guess. When I was younger and if I probably stuck with that, I probably would have been good, like good enough. But as I gave up on that, sadly, uh, my art's not the best. Just something creative um, that I'd want to do. I actually tried to get a writing job for a YouTuber that I enjoy, but that didn't work out and I was sad. But we exchanged a few emails, so that was hype enough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably something with writing, hopefully. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, that sounds fun. Like, yeah. why not, right? Yeah, like, why not? Like, I, I'm young. I should do it. I should yeah. do it because I, I know that in the future, if I didn't do it and I didn't even try, I would be very upset with myself and I'd have regrets because I'm like, ah, oh, I could have been this, 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 and this. Well, I don't want to say that. I just want to try. The biggest failure is not trying, my exactly. friend. Exactly. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah, so are you just kind of open to all things and when something interesting sounds good and comes along, you're going to jump on that? Yeah, yeah, and I've been looking for a few things here and there, so I'm just taking it as it comes. And again, yeah. I'm 19 so <laughs> i have i have time 
you definitely have time yeah. and you have a job and you can kind of feel out other options and exactly and i just got a promotion at work so that was cool <gasps> amazing well done yeah yeah Woo-hoo. hopefully more money 50 cents you know not bad hey <laughs> any cents, up is up man that's what i'm saying i'm excited about <laughs> it um, yeah and that'll come with more responsibility too so that's exciting yeah, that is exciting. Yeah. And just knowing that they appreciate you and trust you to level up. Yeah, and, and what I'm doing is every – so every sport we have, every coach has to get fingerprinted through us to make sure that they don't have, like, any insane families so they can be around children and they can coach and such. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's what so I'm learning yeah. how to do. Yeah, I'm learning how to oh. fingerprint. And with that, not only do I not have to pay with the training – but I will then get a certificate that says I can fingerprint people. I know how to work the system that I can then use for like other jobs and such and things in the future. Like, oh, I also know how to do this. If you guys need this, I've been trained. Da 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 da. So they pay for the training. I get to keep the certificate and I get a fifty cent raise. So it's very it's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Well, That's thank awesome. You. Marcus, do you have a most embarrassing story that you are willing to share? Hmm. Most embarrassing story. Uh, well, I don't. I don't remember them as embarrassing, but I guess it's kind of embarrassing because I'm stubborn. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess okay. So it was a reunion. I think it was the same reunion that two things happened, but it was way back when I was younger, and I think. I think Uncle Chad will remember because I think it was him who was helping me. But there's a stream that everybody had to cross. Every single kid did it. Every single one older than me and all the ones who were younger than me that could walk did it. I was the last one to go. And the reason I was the last one to go is because it was so cold. Oh, I I, (laughs) Okay, okay. Because I am a weak man. And I am stubborn. You don't like cold weather. We get it. <laughs> I, yeah. I could not handle it. So I step. I'm like, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. I get to halfway to the stream. And I took a break. I'm like, my feet are cold. And they're like, no, you got to push through. I'm like, no, I need a break. They're like, no, don't do it. <laughs> I go to step and I can't do it. And I sat there and I cried on the rock until one of my uncles came and picked me up. <laughs> And I could not cross the stream on the way back. Um, but I don't know if that's like embarrassing, embarrassing. I don't really have like a. I mean, come on, you don't get embarrassed. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Um, uh, I mean, there's like one time in elementary school where I was trying to impress a girl and I'm like being super cool and I'm like, yeah, I know the way. I can do it. I think we're going to library or something. I was like, no, we gotta go this way. And I'm like, I'm walking, facing her, like walking backwards. And she's like, we've run into him. I'm like, I'm not gonna run into anything. I'm awesome. I know where I'm going. I know, <laughs> I know where to go. But for your sake, I'll turn around. And the second I turned around, I smacked my nose into the basketball pole <laughs> instantly. Um, so that was pretty embarrassing. But yeah, I don't that's know if pretty I, embarrassing. I'll give that a win. But I don't have anything like. I got pants during a basketball game or yeah. like 
Oh no, I tripped and fell down my high school stairs. Um, yeah, I don't have anything too insane. You're just so suave. No. <laughs> I don't know about suave, but thank you. So, who's your favorite uncle? My favorite uncle is all of them. They're all equal in my heart, in my mind. I love them all. Said uncle Brad. I'm okay with that. You're so <laughs> diplomatic. Um, but me and Brett, we're really close. We're super close. Um, but yeah, I love all my uncles. I all get, I get different things from each of them. So it's a lot of fun. It's a lot, That's a lot of fun. Great. Yeah, you got a lot of us. <laughs> yeah, I there do have a lot, lot of you guys. For you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And some pretty great ants. Amazing ants. Amazing yeah. ants. Is there anything else you want the Price family to know? That you guys should give me a kid every summer for like a week so I can buy them toys and we can play video games. <laughs> It'd be a lot That's of fun to take great. a kid. Marcus gets to watch a kid, someone's kid, every every week. Every week. Just a different you heard kid. It here. Yeah. Signed up for the next sixty years. Send him a kid every summer. We have enough. Yeah, we, we could we, outfit we you with sh- kids for years. I could I could be backlogged until the yes. day I die. Yeah, a sign up. You might have to start taking more than one. You yeah. might have to. You might have to double up. Yeah. No siblings though. Forced interaction. There you go. <laughs> Any words of wisdom, Mr. Marcus? I don't know why it's so hard since I'm such a wisdom-focused guy. You know, <laughs> with my age, I've grown so much smarter, so much more experience. So that's right. Um, be kind. It's not hard to be a human being. You know. Yeah, yeah that's I feel a like, good advice. I feel like, like especially with like stuff recently that's been happening, like just be a human. It's not hard to be kind. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Man, Marcus, that's beautiful. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, and anything that your mom taught you. Be proud to be yourself and and stand stand up for yourself, honestly. Like if if you know what is right and you know yourself and you're comfortable in yourself, then do that and be proud of that and stand up for that. Don't let others try to get you down because they don't like or they don't understand how you are. If they don't understand, they don't understand. But don't let them talk you out of it or talk you out of being yourself. That's great advice. That's amazing advice. advice. Yeah, that's cool. The wise mama you have. And don't be dumb, but I need a wordy (laughs) one. (laughs) Sometimes I need that one. Yeah. Does your mom say that? Don't be dumb? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, love you, dude. Of course, I love you too. Um, it was great being on the podcast. I had a great time. Appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. We look forward to interviewing all of you, and as Grandma Price would say, see you in the morning.